It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. One game left in our first round. Sweat of the NFL best ball playoffs. Can we hold on to our teams that are advancing? Can we maybe sneak a couple teams through that aren't advancing? So we're going to find out tonight. Maybe let out a little tilt, enjoy the sweat, and have a little fun here on Monday Night Best Ball on Spike Week. The chat is on fire already. Shout out Uncle Andy. I feel like this is one of the greatest summations of exactly how we're all feeling right now. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But I'm so scared. That's how I feel. That's how I felt uh, since Thursday. I think we're all experiencing the roller coaster that is particularly week 15. All of best ball and each of these three weeks of the playoffs are very much chaos and a roller coaster but my goodness <clears throat> i don't know how you guys feel week 15 in particular wow um certainly was not the best week for me but we're hanging on chip in a chair it's not over like i said not my best week we'll get into some things that i'm looking forward to in tonight's game it's one of those <clears throat> like i'm sure you guys are feeling i have some teams that need some big games out of Guys, tonight, it's actually more so Seattle for me than Philly, particularly DK Metcalf and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigbo. What a what a surprise that it is uh, JSN for me. But <clears throat> I'm needing those guys on some teams. And I have designated kind of some teams that I really want to get through. And they so happen to be on those teams. So I'm in particular kind of rooting for Seattle tonight. I am rooting against most of Philly. So we'll see how that, that's never fun. That's never a front fun sweat. But like uncle Andy said, it's this weird balancing act of, I have teams that can get through with good games from DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf and JSN one or the other, whatever, right? I need good games from those two. Uh, we're waiting word on, on Gino. Um, I have no idea. What's happening with Gino? Light of Truth says I'm already sweating if Gino's playing or not. I agree. I have uh, a, a team or two that would require a big Gino game and a big Metcalf game, and maybe even also a big JSN game. But I have teams that are like a little bit further down with the Seattle stack that that could come back. But Gino needs to play, and so 
I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm really not worrying about it, about those until like, you know, if we get to halftime and Seattle's having a big game, then I'll start to look. But uh, it is this week 15 is such a funny emotional, you know, the, the psychology of the whole experience of week 15 is just crazy because you're, you're both rooting for yourself and against yourself. Like at all times you have teams with certain players. So perfect examples. Let's take Sam Laporta from, from Saturday, Sam Laporta. I was not my highest owned tight end uh, in all, all of best ball, but he was in my top few. He was my highest owned advancing tight end, both sites. Um, And so he has a big game. That's great. That's awesome. But you also then you're looking at other teams that you were probably excited about, say have George Kittle, or maybe you snuck a Travis Kelsey team in, right? Or TJ Hawkinson or whatever. You have these other teams with these guys. God forbid you had Bill's tight ends, right? Dalton Kincaid, something like that. And you're like, well, dead now. Got to root for the Laporta teams because these other teams that I was excited about are down 30 from a tight end already and we haven't even got to Sunday so you're constantly doing this balancing act and it is absolutely brutal the chat is letting us know up dog love stars everybody Gino's playing he's active be Kurt shout out Bernie Gino is officially starting so that's that's fun I do think that's also just good for the game good for us watching <laughs> if we're gonna sweat this game like my god I don't want to sweat Drew Locke even against a Philly pass defense. So we got Gino in there. Shout out to Gino for uh, uh, toughing it out. Go through some, some comments. Olaf bills fan sub dudes go bills. He says, what a performance from the bills in such a peculiar way that I still haven't wrapped my, my head around to absolutely curb stomp the Dallas Cowboys completing seven passes. Josh Allen completed seven passes it was basically all james the whole thing was james cook all of it he he did everything for the bills in the defense of course but from a fantasy perspective all james cook we'll get to more of that maybe a little bit later and certainly tomorrow talking about james cook and what does that mean for the next round because spoiler alert james cook gets the la chargers in week 16. So something we'll have to be monitoring for sure. If he scores another, I mean, I, I suspect he'll have a good game, but I would be shocked, you know, if he has another game, why, why somebody always have to call me when I'm, when I'm doing the show every single time always has to happen. Um, so light of truth for my best ball bags. I'm hoping tonight's game is low scoring. This is the other funny thing. Been hanging out in the Discord a good amount today, which, of course, if you are not in the Spike Week Discord, it is 100% free. If you're in there, you've heard this several hundred times. 100% free. It's where all the sickos are hanging out, sweating their best ball teams. We're talking through the things that we need. We're, we're enjoying the game. We're tilting the game, right? And there's a, a link in the description that you can get into the Discord, like I said, 100% free. So come, come join us. Uh, and Light of Truth is one that is – not so interested in this game. Well, interested in tonight's game, but not so interested in scoring. Whereas the rest of us, I think, are rooting for a few different things uh, to happen tonight to maybe get an extra team through. Or or like you need somebody to hold somebody off, right? That's another thing that I have. I, I don't think it will matter, but one of my DK Millie teams getting through has Metcalf left. And there's a team or two that could technically chase me down. I think it would be a long shot. I think I'm pretty strong 
to get through, but I do also have like DK Metcalf on one of them to, to play some defense, um, which is, which is always nice. Oh, awesome. Wonderful. Bernie letting us know now Schefter. What the hell? Shefty is supposed to be our, we got all these buffoons out there on fantasy uh, NFL reporting Twitter. We don't need Shefty giving us fake news now, right? Rap sheet does it enough. Jay Glazer, these other guys might miss. And Jay Glazer, that was that was harsh. He doesn't really miss. But you know what I mean. There's other, God forbid, the aggregators like Dove and such. Uh, uh, we don't need we don't need uh, Shefty screwing us over. So we're we're still hoping like CJ Gino's going to hear be here to save the JSN teams. If you uh, been a member the Spike Week sicko community over <laughs> the last you know six months. You're probably also invested in in JSN. He was my highest owned player on DraftKings, not my highest owned player on Underdog, and I, I might get completely wiped out on, on Underdog. I I my guess. So we can just start this way. Uh, I can give my state of the union because it's not very pretty. I can give my state of the union. We can hear how you guys are doing. But one thing I heard from a lot of people, and we talked a lot about today in in the Discord was. You know, the the best ball regular season is so fun. You're 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 sweating your advance rates, right? You're trying to get through as many teams as possible. We all want to get through the whole silly debate about you know advance rates versus uh, whatever. But the whole the actual answer is that we're all just rooting to get as many teams <laughs> through to the playoffs as possible. That's the whole thing. And then you get here, you get to this, you get to this week 15, and this is what we this is what we spent so many hours not even just drafting teams, but thinking about this stuff, consuming content, talking to other people, whatever. And then, like Josh says, you get in, in best ball mania, especially to one out of 16 teams this week, also next week, which we'll talk. We'll leave that one to tomorrow. One out of 16 teams get through. You can have a monster advance rate, right? You advance a Korean. And I talked about this last week on legendary sickos. Make sure you go check that out. So I thought it was a really fun, fun conversation. Uh, catching up with Pat on all things kind of this basketball season and what we're looking forward to in the fantasy playoffs. But one out of, so you get, let's say you get 32 teams through, right? Um, just because that's super duper easy math. If you run normal to expectation, you're going to get two of those, just two through, and that's just into week 16. Then you get to week 16, you got two teams. You are a massive underdog <laughs> to even get one of those through just from straight math. Of course, you may have a team that's like super duper strong and it should project better. It should, should have a higher expected value. You should have, you might have a team that's super, super weak and it has a lower expected value, but it is such a, it, a, uh, it brings you back to reality and it, it's, it's a, it's a really a swift kick in the, you know what's so when we get to this week because you're dealing with those emotions of like okay after this week i'm hoping to just have a couple of teams that i can root on despite spending drafting hundreds of them <laughs> over the course of the summer i drafted hundreds of teams and i'm hoping to have five six um I, i'm probably running a little bit below expectation so what I, i'll take a step back I'm, I think I'm running a little bit below expectation on this playoff week. As you guys know, tons of Kyron. He was a smash. Um, Kyron was my highest home player, you know, across the, all of the, the fantasy playoffs. And he was a smash. 
but uh, 25% Tyreek, right? Like 25% Olave, bunch of Keenan, um, one James Cook team, which is probably not going to get through. It's got a chance, but probably not going to get through, right? One James Cook team. So, so CMC, like I have my, my fair share or whatever of, of handful of CMC teams, but it's not like I'm overweight. He's a first rounder. And so like, what do you do? You know, like what can you, there's nothing you can do. You just flip over the cards and Oh, this team doesn't have CMC, doesn't have Sam Laporta, doesn't have James cook RIP. <laughs> like, doesn't it like it almost, it's not that it doesn't matter. Cause of course it does. You could, you could somehow salvage, but you really got to hit the nuts if you don't have those handful of different guys in week 15, because it is so hard because other people are going to have them one out of 16 in best ball. I mean, even one out of 12, uh, you know, in the DraftKings on almost every DraftKings tournament is, is one out of 12 this week. And it's like, you know, feel like for me, I had a below average advance rate. So I kind of, you know, knew I was, it was a tight needle to thread if I was going to still get a decent amount of teams through into week 16, because I just didn't have quite as many bullets as, you know, some other people that had better advance rates. But I did feel that the teams that I did get through because of having a couple of those big hits, AKA, you know, Kyron Williams types, the dolphins heavy on the dolphins, that kind of stuff. Um, would help but it's just it's just hard like you got like i have some teams like i said that'll get through and i have some teams that were really really good that are probably not going to get through and i think that is is something that's really difficult to deal with dj brings up like the talk of the the randomness of of week 15 right ty chandler has been largely a zero he had one like usable week uh during the during the regular season and then pops up for nearly a 30 point dk game and it's like you have like somebody else happened to have Ty Chandler, even though he didn't do anything right. Zamir white does absolutely nothing all year. If you happen to have him, you're feeling absolutely amazing. If you don't have him, you know, you're like, I just ran so bad. How do I run into Ty Chandler teams? Um, and that's just, that's just all part of it. As light of truth says pod luck, right? Did you run into a team on DraftKings that scored 220 points? Cause RIP, you know, it doesn't matter how good your team is. Did you happen to get in some lucky pods where you could win with, you know, 160 or something, which is actually a little bit what I did. Uh, you get a little lucky. It's tough. That, uh, what, what can we do? But it just drives me back to what I do love about, like, it sounds negative, but I don't mean it in a negative way. Um, I'm, I, I think this is ultimately what makes this game so fun. I know it sounds brutal because we're kind of talking it through from a negative angle because the human element of it is negative. We're stressing. We're feeling like uh, we got unlucky or whatever. But the fact that there is some of that variance and there is that luck is inherently actually where like the folks watching this, the folks hanging out in the Spike Week Discord, the true sickos, the people that are taking this very seriously. This is where the edge lies. Understanding. I mean, uh, this is something I'll probably say too much. New catchphrase, right? But the whole game is setting up ourselves over the course of however many drafts we're doing, you're doing 10 drafts, 50 drafts, a hundred drafts, a thousand drafts over the course of that. How do I set forth my strategy to on each of those teams, allow myself to, if I get lucky, win this whole tournament, right? You may not get lucky. I may get wiped out. Like uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get at least a handful of teams through, but like 
it's very easy to just com- get completely wiped out in week 15. I talked to some people, um, you know, some text groups or, or whatever, even outside of our discord. And there were folks in the discord too, that are just like, I think there was somebody, sorry, uh, not sourcing you. Maybe you don't want me to, to, uh, even <laughs> cite your name, but advanced something like 55 DraftKings Millie teams out of 150, 55 out of 150. That's insane. That's absolute. That's an absolutely absurd advance rate, and it's hoping to get one team. Is sweating tonight's game to get one team through into week sixteen. Imagine that, and th- but that's like it's 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 not that hard for that to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Expectation would be more like right four or so, four point five teams to get through. But just because your expectation is four point five, it's very easy to get wiped out and run under expectation to that. And it's just absolutely brutal. Joe Joe has a, a TK team that scored 220 points this week and lost and is not going to be moving on to week 16. Think about that. That's it's just abs- it's just absolutely crazy. But again, all that that is like the part that really sucks when you experience it. But that is also in a weird way, the parts that suck, the parts that are miserable to go through that variance and to go through that bad luck. The opposite of that also exists. If you are getting unlucky or we know lots of people are going to run bad, get unlucky and end on the negative side of, you know, the bad side of variance, there are people also on the opposite side. And so we know that going in. So how do we then with with the fact that we know that going in, set ourselves up and say, when I get on that good side, how do I ship this whole baby? You know, how do I win a million like Felix did? How do I win uh, two million like Pat Corrine did? Right? How do I win this best ball mania tournament? And that's the whole goal. Well, a lot of the other stuff is fun to talk through. All the micro stuff is crazy, crazy important. We're constantly trying to find micro edges, analyze every player, every situation, every team. Right? All that stuff and make the best decisions that that we can. But at the end of the day, it all boils back down to that. How do, if I run hot, I don't want to run hot and get 30th. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I run hot, and I, trust me, I'm not going to turn down 30th, but it won't, right, I want to have my shot at shipping the whole thing when I run hot. Shout out B. Kurt. He's heading out, but I agree with his sentiment, hoping the best ball gods shine bright on everyone's team's tonight yeah me too i don't know what's going on with you what 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 is happening it is the game starts in an hour one hour the game starts and we don't know like we actually don't know how how do we not know who doesn't like what's happening i I'm, i'm really trying to trying to understand this um i am going to Send something here real quick. All right. Um, let's see here. Yeah, this is funny. This, this is some this is a great summary of Love Star says Gino won't start because I run very badly in every moment when it matters. Isn't that how we all feel? <laughs> like when it's happening, you forget the times that you did run hot. This is me, like with DFS and 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 all that stuff. Like you forget the times when you like you you it was such a sun run. Right, you get that late pick six for a defense that boosts you up in DFS or whatever. Uh, you forget that real quick. But when so and so 
gets hurt, right? Sam Howell gets benched and Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> we should talk about that in a minute. When when Sam Howell uh, gets benched in the fourth quarter and Jacoby Brissett comes in and was not that far away from leading them to a comeback. Um, absolutely amazing. Uh, so since Rob can't make it, brought ourselves a special guest in. What's going perfect, on? Perfect time to bring in, while we're sweating these teams, someone who has gone through this sweat and successfully navigated it uh, a couple of years ago, of course. Uh, uh, Felix Tony Castro here to join us, former DK Best Ball Millie winner. Uh, how, are, how are you feeling heading into this game? What do you need tonight, and how, how's Week 15 going so far? So I have a 20% advance rate through this uh, Week 15, but that only okay. happens when you only have eight teams, you know? <laughs> uh no it's been going pretty good uh, i i just need Lockett not to put up 40 so and i'll get one anything two, anything uh uh any you have any metcalf eagles i got Jason, I mean, anything any I've, I've locked up everything that i can lock up i need swift to do well tonight swift and jsn but if i if that's really all i need i'm very against you on on Swift, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna cry. I, I, I honestly, I don't even know if Swift would hurt me in any other league. So, like, in all in all reality, I just kind of want things to just kind of be slow paced. That's that's just, the other thing is like on one hand, you're like, I would love, I would love to get like you you, know, you go through your teams. I'm sure everybody has done this. If you're watching this, you're yeah. a disgusting degenerate like we are, and you've gone through your teams, and you're like, I need. Right. You're, okay. I'm using this is this was me earlier. I'm using 6.2 from George Pickens. So I'm down by eight. Right. You do the math and you're like, I need this much from from DK Metcalf to catch up to the guy in first. But he has DeAndre Swift minus nine or whatever. Right. You start doing yeah, all that math. And so, of course, yeah. you, you do that. You, you you start to build out your sweat. But then on the other hand, you're like, I know I might get that team through. But do I really want like total chaos? <laughs> Like, like I have some of those teams. I'm feeling like I don't want that team that's in tenth in my pod, right? right? That gets the, the Hertz, AJB, Metcalf, or whatever. Because I didn't scroll down that far. I didn't look at every goddamn team. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm comfortable with the handful of teams I'm getting through. Like, let's just enjoy that. You know, we want to get extra teams, but I'm trying not to be too greedy because right. yeah. you know it's been it's been bad enough, and I've seen it be even worse for other people. So I don't want to get too greedy. Exactly. I, I, I had one put up 192 points. That's like. Ugh. It's not going to get through because, like, like certain variables that happen throughout the weekend. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> but I, at the same time, like, I have some of those players on the other team, so I'm like, is it really that bad? So, right, right. Um, so you had a, a little bit of a tougher year in terms of uh, a, a yeah. advance rate on what, on all sites on DraftKings. What was your just my, to my big break bet it down was on bit. my big bet was on Christian Watson and Najee. Because they were going right next to each other, so I was trying to make that similar bet that I made the year I won it with Chris Godwin and uh, Cooper Cup being like this, like league winners. And yep. clearly, when Christian Watson misses the first three games and Nashi sucking ass, say it lightly. Um, yes, it kind of kind of kills me. Um, is there anything in particular, though, say that you might have on some teams that are still alive that you're like excited oh, about? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have Christian Watson on. See, the, the thing is about, like, advancing any of these guys is that if I get any of my players through, I'm excited about it. So I have, yeah. like, a Christian Watson – actually, it's a Jalen Warren team. A Christian Watson, Jalen Warren team. And, like, Look at you. It's, it came it's, to the right side. It came got to the Jason, right side. It's got, it's got like, whole, like, all these people that I wanted 
like the game matchups for week 17. So I'm like, if I can get that team through week 17, my whole idea was like, I want to build pretty much like one lineup, like an optimal lineup for week 17 and just build it like as close as I can together. So if I can get one of my lineups through, I'll feel happy with it if it's the way it, it turns out. Yeah, that it's funny you say that because that's how I've been feeling too, you know, um, with me in particular, like having a lower advance rate, a lot of the guys I took big stands on, you know, were mostly, it was, it was mostly whiffs. Yeah. Um, obviously it made it known Rashad Penny, who is active tonight. Shout out Rashad Penny. We might get, you know, two carries for six Wait, yards or something. That's what B Kurt said. Rashad uh, Penny is a is notification active. from uh DraftKings told me he was out. Let me check. No out. Okay. I'm, either I misread it. Sorry, Bernie. I apologize, um, but he is out again. So anyway, nonetheless, yeah, I just want to. Be- the moral, is, the moral of the story is still the same. Yeah, because I have like so many Rashad Penny teams. If you were to like luck box, you know, a fourth quarter touchdown, <laughs> we might be, might be celebrating. But right, Rashad Penny whiff, Damian Harris whiff. Um, I, I tailed your Damian Harris. <laughs> I had like twenty percent of him. Like, ah, oh, damn it! Like, I, and, and he's one. He would have been a smash if he would have stayed healthy. I feel fine. I, I feel fine about it. it you know, yeah. it, it's it's easy to be like. Of course, I wish I didn't have him. Right. But you yeah. know, I, I I don't feel bad about that one. I I feel much worse about. Saving I probably would have gotten more Khalil Herbert, which would have you know. Yeah, like, like what's the difference? Right. <laughs> Honestly, most of the running backs in particular in that range were quite terrible like that was the range that we all love the running backs and that they kind of all sucked i'd have to go back through and uh look like I if you would have hit david a chain there instead of yeah. them like that's the only like winner in that area um and and like even a chain like he had a few big weeks that was really helpful for a lot of teams but he hasn't done shit in a while i needed him this week and he didn't do anything, do anything this week but like like you said, I do think this is – I try to talk through, you know, some of the, the BS that is uh, – we're all feeling these emotions, right? We're all freaking yeah. humans. We all make mistakes over the course of the summer. Sometimes we draft bad teams. Sometimes we have a bad season. Uh, but we even if you have a good season, you're still – week 15 is like the end-all, be-all. Like your pod luck is it, – it, everybody's going to have to deal with it. I went from 80 to 13 the year I won. It's like you, you're, you're going to lose a lot, you know. Yeah. Like it's just going to be who you Yeah, have. think about that. The the guy who had the one of the greatest advance rates like in the history of a best ball tournament, which was you two years ago on, on DraftKings with like a, what was your how many teams did you advance out of one fifty? Out of the uh, the million maker, I had seventy five out of out of yeah. So a fifty a fifty percent every other team he drafted advanced to the playoffs. That is yeah. unheard of, right? Absolutely unheard of. And then once you got there. By the time we finish this week tonight, you know, four hours yeah. from now, you had 13 teams left. It's yeah. like, Jesus. And 13's a lot, right? Like, yeah. if we all could get 13 through, we'd be very happy. Yeah, right? But still, now think about that. You had 13 teams in week 16. It's one out of 12 advance. Mm-hmm. You were basically, if the Met, the, now you had stronger teams generally yeah. than the average person did based on, you know, the players that you drafted. But still, if we ignore that for a second, let's just say, you you're bet you're you're probably going to get one or two teams into into week 17 so i've been thinking a lot like what you mentioned with the christian christian watson's a really good one by the way but those kinds of players where look are they alive and are they still playing i know christian watson's hurt he he he, he could still come back right yeah yeah yeah, he's he's not he's not out for the season 
Dude, that week um, 17 matchup just looking good for me. I, I know, I know, I know. Is but that's the point is when you go through your teams, you get an advancing team through and Gabe even Davis. If, and Gabe Davis. Oh, oh, please, God, Gabe. The please. ultimate best ball guy. <laughs> yes, I know. We just need it, dude. The two zeros in a row are not ideal. <laughs> but all it takes is the one, right? And but that's the point. It's it a wild card team, by the way. We feel good about the guys who have been performing being on our teams. But it is often James Cook, right, or uh, Jordan Addison or yeah. someone like that that drops 30-something, and you're like, I, I wasn't, like, excited, right? right? I got a Jordan Addison team through. No Same one here. in their right yeah. mind scrolled through and was like, oh, He's yes, just, thank God Jordan Addison's on, yeah. on here. Like, yeah. Jefferson's coming back. Like, and if anything, I felt terrible about yeah. the fact that Addison was on there. But you just don't know so long as they're out there and like, you know, it's not Rashad Penny. It's not when they're not hurt. It's okay. And if you can sneak teams through, the team I'm most excited about on DraftKings, which we'll probably talk a little bit more about tomorrow, is a, a, a team that did not have Laporta. It does have CMC, CMC Kyron. Basically, if I advance a team and has Kyron Williams on it, that's the only goddamn thing I got right for the whole season. But so it has CMC and it has Kyron. Other than that, like doesn't have didn't have Laporta doesn't have Amon Ra doesn't have like you know some of these other guys that really smashed or doesn't have Addison I got a little lucky in in my pod you know but like has Metcalf tonight has JSN tonight has I don't really I'm not like excited about this but like has Jahan Dotson and it's like I have a am I excited am I excited about Jahan Dotson absolutely not was I excited about Jordan Addison last week <laughs> absolutely not can he catch a long touchdown Terry McLaurin just scored 30, right, this week. Anything can happen as so long as you have those guys. And the guys who haven't performed when you scroll down your rosters, are they? you don't know which one, but if you're going to keep moving on, the, the difference makers are the guys who have not yet smashed, right? Everybody's going to have Sam Laporta. So much Christian McCaffrey. And if it's not Christian McCaffrey, it's probably Amon Ra, right? And so, yeah. like, if you have Justin Jefferson or whatever, or you were able to sneak Tyreek through, like, those are the things that's, like, Look, okay, maybe I got wiped out more than I wanted, but I got some things to be hopeful about. Yeah. I had it's a mine has Brian Robinson, which I'm excited about. Like if they go back to this run game, like where he catches a bunch of dump offs, that's that would be nice. Oh, uh, which by the way, I need again on this this one team I'm rooting I, I'm rooting for it because it's my best it's the team that I've been most excited about. My best ball mania teams are terrible. But it's my it's my for sure my best team. So Lamar team, it's Lamar Pickett. And of course, Mason Rudolph is freaking starting this week. But nonetheless, it's it's Lamar. It does have Laporta, but it's like loaded. Everybody's yeah. healthy. It's totally loaded. And it needs Metcalf slash JSN tonight to have, and again, like I said, no Swift uh to 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 get through. But like I I've been tilting more than HN. More than like Chuba, they got down to the one and he didn't score. All that like that that stuff sucks. But I've been tilting Antonio Gibson because Brian Robinson is out. They're losing by a hundred, and he's he played less. He played less then, than he normally plays. And then like, when they do use him, they run him up the gut. Like, are we are we dumb? Like Eric Bieniemy? Like, come on, man. And then thank God that we uh uh they ran three and a half minutes or whatever off the clock. I don't know if you watched that game. Yeah, in the I, afternoon. Well, I, I watched the Red Sox. They got down to the one again, so right? So they're down, they're down so 14. Crazy. They get down. McLaurin almost scores, catches a yeah. long, his second long one, but he's down at the one. 
They get down there with almost it was like 447. We'll call it five minutes. Yeah. They had five minutes left. They finally scored on a fourth down play with like a minute and a half left. Yeah. <laughs> First and goal from the one, and they ran off four, you know. They, they three. did three plays and then got lucky with the pass interference. Yeah. And then it was another three plays. I was like, you I mean, they're it was it was absolutely insane. Yeah, it was great for Curtis Samuel owners yeah. for sure because he got his second touchdown. Uh, ended up over twenty DraftKings points, um, so that was huge for him. It was tilting as a Sam Howell slash Antonio Gibson person yeah. for for sure. And Terry McLaurin, right? Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. I was I was big on uh, that. That definitely sucked. But uh, what are you like? What are you looking forward to? Uh, any, uh, the, the thing I, I love talking to people about is some, you know, you mentioned Christian Watson, who's another good example, but some guys that if people, you know, maybe that you drafted or didn't draft, doesn't really matter. Like, all right, we get through tonight. We got some teams who are some guys you're like, I would love to see this guy on, on, on a team uh, moving forward that maybe hasn't been right. Uh, it, CMC is the is like an easy everybody wants to have CMC, but everybody's going to have CMC. So yeah. who do I get through that I'm excited about? I mean, I as we, we've already talked about it a few times, but Christian Watson is definitely on, high on my list. And, like, the way you attack Dallas it was through the run game. And so, like, having Gabe Davis is nice having, have, having him. Uh, I would say, I mean, Rashad White is nice having him, but he's going to be owned by everybody and their mom now. Uh, yeah, well, he's I, been I, such a great pick, especially on DraftKings. Especially on DraftKings, he's been yeah. such a great pick with the pass catching. Yeah, I have Drake London on on a couple teams with Desmond Redder stacks. He's and, he's a good one. I've I've I've, I've London on I've London on almost every <laughs> advancing team because I drafted him a lot. I drafted him a lot, um, and it's funny because the Falcons are such a good one. Uh, I had a lot of be I like I was overweight Bijan. Uh, during draft season, but not like crazily, but I just happened to get a lot of Bijan through. Apparently those are just my better teams or something. Uh, so him real that, you know, he scored less than two points this week, which really, really sucks. So I'm not going to get any, I think there was a good comment in here that somebody needed uh, uh, Bijan to score just literally. Absolutely. Yeah. Love, love stars. Love stars needed two points from Bijan to advance a team. He scored like 1.7. If you would have had Najee, there you go. Yeah, exactly. So you should have just drafted Najee on that team. But uh, the Falcons are one where it's like obviously so easy to be frustrated by Arthur Smith and and be tilted, right? The who the hell knows what's going to happen in a Falcons game sometimes, right? Desmond Ritter has uh, two three hundred yard passing games this year. He has two thirty point fantasy games. Drake London has um, a mm-hmm. couple of monster games and then disappears from time to time, right? Kyle Pitts. I don't even want to talk about Kyle Pitts, but Bijan you know, is a little bit all over the place and seemed to be surging here down the stretch. And then he lays an egg. So the Falcons feel awful. Like you don't feel comfortable, but like those are still really good football players. Their schedule's fine here down the stretch. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like those are the guys I'm happy to have, you know, I'll sit, I'll sing a different tune after the game's over probably on Sunday, but like heading into it, if nobody else has those guys, I feel like Drake London just scored 30 something fantasy points last week. Yeah. At like I want though I want the guys that can do that, upside, but no one, yeah. but no one else has them. Yeah, I, I drafted all upside, and so that's another reason why my my uh, season long struggled. It was just like pure upside, which I faded Terry Hill, so I can't I can't say that completely. But like, 
uh, I drafted a lot of upside like type players like Gabe and Jahan Dotson and Drake London and DJ Moore. And so like I had a decent season, but it, it could have been a lot, a lot better at they done it evenly through the season. Yeah. Yeah. I trust me. I, I totally feel that. Um, I think so, drafting Cooper Cup in, in the first round, like the whole like drafting earlier in the offseason, I think those people were are gonna be at a more disadvantage of maybe potentially this year than last this like previous years because mm-hmm. Cooper Cup news like right right at the very end of the season. Man, they got game it. changer. Yeah. It, my yeah. best team, it, it's hundred percent. It's so funny. And year to year, like you said, it's so different. Um actually each of the last two seasons, my best teams have all been like May teams, like not even just like somewhat early, like within the first <laughs> week or whatever, were like some of my best teams two years ago when you won. Um, That's wild. my, my, my best team. If you remember, yeah. I'm sure you remember Cooper cup early two years ago was like I, my very first draft, which was my, my, my best. I didn't make week 17, but my best, best ball mania team was a Ram stack with Cooper cup in the sixth round. And yeah. it was like, like just loaded, just absolutely loaded. I happen to hit right. You, sometimes you just get the right combination of all these guys that skyrocket up by the end of the summer. Cooper Cup's going like late third round, and like you get this huge advantage with some of those early drafts. This year, it end right, and then sometimes you get injuries. Right, J.K. Dobbins goes down. Maybe you get now. That was a bad example because Gus also also went down. But like right, Cam Akers goes down. You get Daryl Henderson. Those kind of situations. Okay. This this year. We didn't really have the off-season injuries. Tim Patrick was the only one, but even then, who the hell wants the Broncos wide receivers, really? And like, no, so nobody really went down. We gained some really valuable information, like you said. Cooper Cup is not healthy at the end. Kyron Williams and Puka are real. We learned that. We learned that late. We learned a handful of other things late, right? Like we somewhat knew, but like Sam Laporta, like. As the summer yeah. went on, it was just like, no, he's he's gonna play every snap. Like he, I know, he is so our... him and Luke Musgrave. Like I nailed the rookie tight ends yep. this year, and it's like yeah, we time. learned about those guys though, right? Like yeah. at the beginning of the summer, we were excited about them, and we thought, okay, they probably could play a big role. But like by July, August, you were like, no, like Sam Laporta is like the man, like yeah. the absolute man. But it also like at the same time, I thought you know I was hard off Quentin Johnson off of like watching his like his tape. I thought it was like he's he's absolute trash. Then he got drafted by the Chargers. So like then I got a little bit you know in my head, and then like it was like everybody showing all these highlights of his one-handed catches and he's exploding and he's getting involved in the offense. So then I went heavy on Quentin Johnson. It's like uh, it, it was rough. What do you think about that? With so I know you know you're people appreciate this. I know you're um, you know big into to player takes. I'm I'm a bit of a player take guy my myself uh you'll you're not going to catch me hearing i i win with my roster oh, construction. we don't we don't get into that but <clears throat> like you lottery yeah like you <laughs> right like you I, i'll pick some numbers yeah let, that, let that's me my... pick all i'm gonna pick one through 26 as my powerball and then i'm gonna <laughs> diversify my like w- w- what are you doing here like you're playing yeah. the fucking lottery let's let's yeah. make some stance man yeah exactly so you you being uh, a little bit more similar to me that I uh, you know have some firm take. One thing I'll say, I, I don't have like firm takes about every player. I think the thing that people misconstrue about like the player take thing is like I have a I probably have a natural opinion about every player, but not so much a natural opinion that like drives me to 
take a big stand or a big fade on every single player, right? I have plenty right. of guys I have five to 10% of because I'm just like, whatever. Like, you know, yeah, I, I don't think five or six guys I want to have a big stand on every year. Like, that's, and, that's my idea. And more importantly, I try to, right, I want to have a X amount of stands. Like, so, and a lot of the times it's not even just player take, right? So it can be player take adjacent. The commanders, the commanders was, I think the commanders are undervalued. I think Sam Howell is undervalued. So because Sam Howell is super undervalued, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, B-Rob, Gibson, they're all, right. The whole thing was they're all undervalued because the whole offense and Sam Howell is undervalued. So that was a, it leads you to a big stand on all those guys, but it's like, I mean, Terry McLaurin, I think is good on the same, on the same trajectory as you. I was on the Packers on that same route. Cause right. They're, they're all, yeah. it's just the whole thing's undervalued. It's like, I mean, I like Romeo Dobbs. Fine. I like like Jane Reed's clearly very yeah. good. I liked Jaden Reed fine, but I wasn't like coming in, like pounding it. Like I'm not recording a video. Like you have to draft Jaden Reed or whatever. It was like, well, I don't no, want I, anybody I, else to be drafted. I just wanted to do it myself. You know, <laughs> right? But you can have like I I think that's the the thing that gets lost in the player take stuff is it's not it's not always just like right. I know better about you know, this one individual player it's nuanced right yeah, yeah. but you want to take when a, you a have a chance on an unknown when you right exactly when you have a take like QJ which I agreed I watched lots of QJ in college. I watched lots of TCU games. Like I'm sure a lot of people did. And it's not, it wasn't a novel idea that I, or really we had, there was a lot of people with concerns about him. The same thing that we're seeing play out in the NFL was the same concerns everybody had. Right. Uh, He's really just a yak guy. He can't do anything down the field. He doesn't really run particularly good routes. Right. Not good. He's big, but he doesn't play big. You know, it's like Tank Dell's 5'7", 170 pounds, and he plays bigger than Quentin Johnston. Quentin Johnston does. Those were the concerns. And so we had that player take, like, God, I just don't like this guy. Yeah. But when do you set that aside, ignoring your, your Chargers love? Right. But like, yeah. when, when do you set that aside and say, I could be wrong about this guy, even though I really firmly believe that he's it's, not a very good player? And that's how I felt, like, going into him. Like, I could easily – he's like he showed they're showing everything that they're showing like that he's going to be one of our top two talents you know like on our team it's like jsn with me this year i'm like i know he's good now the team doesn't think he's good or something or along those lines but like i know he's good yep please let him play (laughs) yeah i don't know it also just hasn't really worked out with with jsn i I think it still it still could be starting today that's when it's not over yeah Yeah. it's It's not over pop off until very end so like it can yeah. literally happen tonight like it can exactly tonight. and it just because like it's one of those things where that's another crazy part about this game is I, I i believe pretty passionately that jsn has proven he's good i think if you watch a game like even if you listen to the announcers look i'm, I'm not saying to listen to them like about all football takes right, right. don't please listen don't. to troy please, please don't, don't listen to troy aikman right don't don't yeah. listen to these guys but when you hear them what, what they will tell you is some of these guys who are clearly popping off the screen, these football bros will be like, okay, this dude looks for real. They're like this J like, and so when everybody is saying that, and when everybody is thinking that it's not just, you're not just like attached to that JSN take like, Oh, I believed he was good. Right. Oh, it's like JSN is not sky Moore, <laughs> right? right? Like, like yeah. let's compare the two things where sky Moore got crazy steamed, you know, second round pick for the chiefs, whatever JSN got steamed. Yeah despite some issues or whatever with the Seahawks. It's like, I believe passionately 
that JSN is good. Now you can be good and not be awesome for fantasy. That's yeah. light. Like that, it doesn't have to be the same way. But I would make that bet. Right. We, our goal is to determine: Would you do that again? Would you bet on that really talented 100%. player? And Every time. With JSN, I I'll would. I lost, right. Yeah. With Sky Moore, I think it was a miss of value. I, and, and, and I, I, I wasn't heavy on Sky actually personally. But you know what I mean. The process behind drafting Sky, even the people you talk to that liked him, will say. I think I just I think that was probably a whiff. I'll probably have Whereas, to go back to like how I feel about that with Quinn Johnson again. Like instead of like like I don't know. That's the tough part. It's like do I take what I see from like gathering information? How do I process that information versus knowing he's a good talent versus I don't think he's a good talent, but it seems to be like he's gonna get the production. Yeah, that that's the right tough, Be- tough because decision. we're wrong all the time, the and that, that's wrong. when you go eight percent on somebody. I think that's when you do because you I don't think, go, you, you don't want to go over on that. I think that's the right answer. Is you want to full fade, but you don't want to go over. You just that's a tough don't person. be don't be yeah. so arrogant with right. So like <clears throat> the difference is people will right. So like I full faded like Zeke, right? And I know you, you like Najee, but OD, I, I, full, oh, I full faded a lot of people. Some guys who. It's like not in their range of outcomes that they're really that they're really yeah that they have a really high ceiling. They could like not suck, but they it's not in their range of outcomes to be a stone cold smash. And we don't have to agree, you know. Chat, don't I know Zeke had a good game two weeks ago. I'm 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 not trying to name any specific players, but your process is like I go in and I say this guy like can't beat me if I if I don't draft him, right? And so I throw that guy aside. So I'm not. I'm not drafting him because I want to dedicate more of my resources to the guys who can win. You know, win me a best ball tournament. I don't believe that QJ was that level of talent, but I'm. Uh, it's also important to me in my process to not be so arrogant that I I know for sure that this rookie who we've never seen play an NFL snap that the market thinks is a seventh round pick or eighth round pick or whatever he's all, plays with Justin Herbert, like. There's reason to believe, even if he's not that good, that he could have some good games, right? And so that's the kind of guy where it's like, I firmly believe in my take about him, but I'm not going to be so cocky to say I'm going to full fade, right? Get your yeah. five, six, seven, eight percent of that guy and just move along. And though that's where when people talk about like smoothing out exposures, that's when I want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to do it like. I'm just going to draft Juju because I uh, have 0% Juju. Like, I don't fucking want any Juju. Like, yeah. I, zero. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I I completely understand people fading Najee. I just thought, you know, the offense would be better. And it's it's just not. Well, the preseason was sure, uh, yeah, surely I mean, making you feel you feel yeah, a lot well, better. A lot better. Great. I was like, oh, he's going to get all the goal light touches. This is going to be amazing. They were the goddamn greatest show on turf in the in the preseason. Pick it, lighten it up. The offense looked awesome, and woof. Oh, it's not, tenth it's round Najee doesn't sound bad, right? Yeah, oh God, I don't want to. Let's not do that yet. Let, we can, we got a lot of time to talk about tenth round Najee. Look, I'm already um, looking to next season. It's not been a great, uh, great best ball season. Yeah, I, 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 well, depending on how this game goes, we'll, we'll find, and depending my whole like uh, I, I kept calling uh, Rams Commanders my Super Bowl this this weekend. Well, because it was because it was basically yeah. you know Howell and Co against Kyron and and uh, Puka and. Uh, that didn't. It, it was fine. It didn't go amazing, of course. Uh, shout out Sam Howell for scoring nine fantasy points and Jacoby Brissett outscoring him in a quarter. But um, this Thursday, we're just going to run that back. Like this Thursday, I don't really have Saints, uh, at least not on advancing teams. I did draft a bunch of Alave, but uh, uh, Ky- like my, I need Kyron to like 
buddy, we need three games. I, I, Kyron, I don't, I, I love you. You're from St. Louis. We appreciate you. I need three games <laughs> and that's I'll, I'll, I, I don't care what you do for the rest of your career. Give me three straight good games here. Uh, and th- so Thursday we'll, uh, we'll be running it back. Uh, this is, this is objectively hilarious. Light of truth says the, and you know, okay. we're, we're so wait, 30 minutes is he from, or is he not playing? Cause I thought you guys he, said he was he's, he's active. They have not officially named a starter. So I'm guessing like, we'll just find out. When they go out on the field, when they go out on the field, the first time, yeah, shout out to anybody playing showdown tonight. Cause good luck um, with, with that one. Uh, just some, some comments I want to come back to uh, here. Oh, not, not, we don't want to talk about QJ anymore, uh, but also latitude said worst, worst injury year. I can remember in my time yeah. watching football, especially for QBs, you know, a little bit of a cliche that we say, you know, we say these kinds of things, Every single year, but I do. For I don't know how you feel. I I definitely believe that this was was worse, and it was worse in in a, in like the quarterbacks for sure, and like just like the trickle down of everything quarterbacks. And then we get to week fifteen. I I, I felt it more in week fifteen, even more so. Right. So like I drafted a ton of Dobbins. Damian Harris got hurt, etc. Mark Andrews got hurt. But then you get to week fifteen, and it's like, well, Tyreek's out, Olave's out, Keenan's out. Brian Robinson's out, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, it, it never stopped. The injuries yeah. and guys missing important games just never stopped. It was, it was absolutely wild. The, the QB position was wild. I feel like I hit the worst luck on wide receiver injuries with Tank Dell, Cooper Cup, yeah. and Christian Watson. And it's like, man, I was just like hurting through the wide receiver section because I only drafted seven because I was doing a three five seven three for most of my DK builds. And, and, and thankfully, like my – the three quarterbacks was helpful. The yeah. three tight ends was actually not bad because I was taking McBride at the very end. Yeah. Or Hunter Henry's had a couple spike weeks, and it's like, and I have a bunch of Hawks. So, like, my tight ends were good. My quarterbacks were good. Running backs kind of sucked, and wide receivers are okay. So, it's like, that's why it's it, it, structure didn't matter regardless, you know? So, yeah. And Josh, I feel this. I feel like a lot of people feel it. So, this is another one of those things that I was kind of talking about at the at the jump is like, it's okay. Like we like the bring, everybody's going through it. Yeah. Like bring the tilt and bring the stress and yeah. all that because this is uh, this is how we're all feeling. You know, there's a handful of people out there just sun running, and that's how it goes. That's what I was talking about again before. Like hope to run hot is like set yourself up so that when you do run hot, you're in a really good situation. Like if you're running hot, especially on injuries this year, like this would be the time where I would feel like if I don't hit something fairly big like i would be pretty upset you Mm -hmm. know because everyone else is just getting hit every week and every week and and there's even in these playoff weeks there's going to be dead teams in all these in all these playoff pods that you're in and it's like if i'm sun running on all my most popular guys being healthy you know and maybe emerging here down the stretch i would really want to capitalize on that so uh everybody is feeling what josh like for instance like had Geno Smith and AJ or uh, Jalen Hurts not played today. That would have been insane. Like yeah. going to the end of the season to for that just to happen. Yeah, that that I do feel uh, like this season. Like every season is chaos. We'll talk yeah. again. We got all summer and winter and everything to talk through all that kind of stuff. Every season is full chaos, and that's like part of the point. We spend the whole summer acting like we know all the answers, and then we get here to this end, and you're just like. What the fuck just happened? Like, I, know. I mean, the team that I won it with, I won it with three different quarterbacks through each playoff game. I won with like zero tight end through the playoffs until the the finale, like 
because Gronk was like my only tight end because I had uh, Robert Tunyon who was out the entire season. So I was like, yeah. so I'm like, you, you, don't, you don't, you don't, nobody knows what's going to happen. You don't know what pod luck you're going to have. You just got to hope for you get like the worst pod luck and your, your team doesn't score anything throughout the playoffs and you just get lucky that last week. Yeah. Um, uh, before we start to get out of here so that uh, everybody can go, we can all, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know what I need to do to get some nervous energy out before, before the game, everybody can go uh enjoy the game what do, what do you think is something that uh you've kind of just like you know learned about this this season something that like i wish i would have done that or i did do that well or whatever that looking forward to these next couple of weeks you're like i think this is so like kareen and i talked about it was a little bit more player focused yeah. but it was like i felt it was like you know give me give me like something with kyron and he mentioned like hn and, and stuff and which kind of led me into I really think I know Christian McCaffrey's going nuts, but if you can sneak through without Christian McCaffrey and you get some of these superstar wide receivers with these late round running backs that are in yeah. really good situations right now, yeah, is something that I've been thinking. Like, super right, excited about. Yeah. right. Like if you have like I know CMC is awesome, and we all would love to see CMC on our teams. But if you have Kyron and Ty Chandler and and Devin Singletary and whatever Jalen Warren you know you have those HN most god definitely moster right if you have those guys on your teams like i would rather have that and fade a chalky cmc and like even even give me Amon Ra CD or whatever that's a pretty chalky pairing but like i would rather have that and so it's just something i've been continually thinking about is like cmc is absolutely smashing Right. Yeah. Absolutely smashing. And I still see all these running backs later and the, the, the two V two, the combinations of players I can get. And I'm like, I, I still, I still think I want the late running backs and not, and not Christian McCaffrey. And I know that's crazy. People will call you crazy for that. But like when I factor in the ownership of CMC and what the late round running backs represent, especially relative, right. Maybe if tank Dell was healthy, you know, maybe if some of those things were different, I, I would feel differently. But man, it just feels so much like, dude, give me those late running backs and the superstar wide receivers, and I'll just like take my chances with the superstar wide receivers for these next two weeks. Yeah, that would that would be amazing. I I think something I want to do more next year is like take some more team onslaughts and just like yeah, and and, and build around those teams for like the playoffs. So like quarterback, running back, you know, two wide, wide receivers, receivers and a yeah, tight end, and a tight end, and just stop at five, and then. And hopefully they, they they just bounce off one another. Like, and, I mean, if you have the 49ers, yeah, the A, the 49ers are probably getting two good scores every single week, like yeah. literally. And you, it wouldn't week. be that hard to build either. Like, that wasn't hard to get. And the funny thing about the 49ers one, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's so interesting. The whole premise of some of those teams, like the 49ers, you'll hear over the summer is they can't all pay off their prices. Right. That'll be the thing is like because they are all expensive. Debo's in the third round. Christian McCaffrey's in the top three or whatever. Kittle's in the fifth. Right. I know Purdy was cheap, but, you know, the year I won it, I did it with a a Tampa Bay stack. And then like they were like one of the best teams. And it's like, well, why? Yeah. Brady Evans, Godwin, Lenny, Gronk. Right. Just draft draft them all. And like you naturally end up getting one of them is lower owned late you know if you happen a if they smash you have a good season if they smash throughout the playoffs you're going to be moving on for sure and they can't all be chalk in the in the finals so you're naturally going to get you know i don't is it evans is it godwin whatever who knows but like you're going to get something to the finals that you're looking and you're like oh my god this is amazing like i got a two percent chris godwin in the finals like yes sign me up for that 
Yeah, I had a three percent owned Tom Brady with like a very low owned uh, Gronk, and they were just, they smashed that week. All right, before we get out of here, hot take about the game tonight. What happens? Who has the big fantasy games? What's propelling people? Uh, you know, or not propelling? You know, if they need something that doesn't get there, or something that's helping them move on to Week 16 in tonight's game. DeAndre Swift, 150 yards. Oh God, TDs. damn it! Why did and I invite a, you in a, JS, in a JSN, you know, 50 yard bomb somewhere in there? All right, now we're back. JSN 50 yard bomb. I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm rooting for JSN. I'm not going to make that my call, but I really do believe this is a DK Metcalf spot. If you have DK Metcalf teams, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, just not the Eagles. Lockett. Just not Eagles, Tyler yes, no lock it. Just no lock. No so lock it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be lock it now. Yeah, but no, uh, uh, no Darius Slay for an already terrible, terrible pass defense. Seattle's not gonna be able to run against their front seven, whether or not it's Gino or Julaka. Who knows? We'll find out here in twenty minutes. But I really do believe that uh, we're gonna get a pretty big DK Metcalf game here tonight. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see. Rob has a power outage. Uh, the winds out there uh, on the East Coast are absolutely insane. Uh, hop, in, hop in the Discord. He was posting some pictures of what's going on out there. Yes, it's it, it it is wild. So we'll see if we can get Rob back. If not, maybe we'll bring Felix back. Maybe we'll bring some guests on. But we'll be back tomorrow, talking through all the actual carnage for here from Week 15 teams we got through. You guys can share some of your fun teams that you got through, and we'll start the sweat into Week 16 and. Uh, See if we can, you know, eke through one more week, one more really, really tough week in week 16. But see if we can get through and get some teams into the best ball finals for myself and for Felix. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Those were some spicy takes. Want to stay up to date with all of the other spicy takes we're going to have over here at Spike Week? Why don't you press that subscribe button below? You turn notifications on, we draft a team, boom, you know about it. We have another spicy take, boom, you know about it. You can be there. You can draft with us. You want to stay up to date. That's how you do it. All right, we'll catch you later next time here at Spike Week.